thought spiraling is a thing. Here's why and how to stop. Welcome to episode number 31. Hi, I'm Clarinda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body podcast created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself and let's dive in. A thought spiral is a series of negative thoughts that can feel discouraging and overwhelming. When your focus is on the negative, your brain keeps collecting more negative. This can leave you drained of motivation, energy, and feeling hopeless. Once you're in a negative headspace because of the first thought, it's so much easier to think of more negative thoughts. Anyone remember the static sound when a radio dial wasn't quite on the station? Think of how annoying it would be to hear that sound from another room. Not loud enough to maybe turn it off, but distracting or annoying nevertheless. And I know that dates me, as thankfully there's no static on Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, or whatever other current platform that you listen to. But that's how I think of our accumulation of thoughts that we don't acknowledge and decide deliberately whether we want to keep thinking them or let them go. The tricky part is, too often we aren't really aware of this background static or hum because we get so good at ignoring them, or we temporarily shush them up with distractions. Some of these distractions are good for us, like walking or spending time with friends, but it's only a temporary fix. Guaranteed, it will surface again and often disrupts our sleep, relationships, or focus at work. Some distractions aren't so healthy, like food, alcohol, overspending, staying up too late scrolling, or watching multiple shows. So yes, again, know that those thoughts and feelings will continue to pop up and influence your decisions and mood. Trust me, I know firsthand. Sometimes I know they're there and even what they're saying, but I think, I don't have time to deal with them, and I put it off. The truth is, they weigh us down regardless. It's wasting time and energy, even in an unconscious manner. Sometimes I believe that if I start thinking about something, then it's going to open up the proverbial Pandora's box, and I don't want to deal with that. Or I think after XYZ is over, then I'll deal with that. That can be beneficial as long as we write down when we're going to open that email or take the actions needed to deal with it, and then keep our word to ourselves and follow through. That's been so helpful for me during this drawn-out divorce process. If you've ever gone through that or something similar, you're probably nodding your head at the drain mentally, emotionally, and physically, along with the financial and time cost. Again, we can't change our circumstance most of the time. But we can choose our perspective by taking the time to sit with it, allow the emotions, and decide how we want to feel, and therefore, what we'll have to choose to think on purpose that'll help us through that. I like to say, 
I'm not going to allow, and you can fill in the blank, to make me gain weight and feel terrible. Nope, I don't need another frustration or problem to what I'm already dealing with. That, my friend, is true self-care, and it takes more effort, but the dividends are amazing. My faith has definitely been my most valuable resource. I'd be so rich if I had a dollar for every time I've said or thought, God has my back. It is well with my soul. Actually, I'm rich simply in that faith statement and the peace it brings. So that was my personal redirect, not to spiritually bypass the negative emotion. Nope, (laughs) the used tissues have piled up around me many days. But with giving it space, compassion, and love, I've gotten out of the spin before I sunk into a spiral. Maybe you're thinking, Clorinda, I'm not really spiraling down, but I do feel like I'm on pause or spinning. Spinning can look like the same thoughts looping in your mind, swirling without a clear path to move forward. So often my clients come to me with swirling and limiting beliefs. Let me share some of their summer thoughts since my webinar, How to Eat Ice Cream Guilt-Free Without Spiraling, is this evening. And by the way, there's still time for you to join if you're listening to this on Tuesday, June 13th, before 6.30 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time, 5.30 Eastern Time, 4.30 Central Time, and then you can use these time references to find your time zone. Actually, before I give a couple of examples, I think it's important to share what the stats are for an average person's thoughts so you can stop wondering what is wrong with your thinking. There's nothing wrong. It's how our brains are wired and how they fire. According to the National Science Foundation, you have anywhere from 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Now, you may read another stat that the number is 70,000, But this gives us some perspective, so let's not get hung up on a specific number, as we're all unique. Of those thoughts, 80% are negative. Did you hear that? It's not just you. And 95% are repetitive thoughts, recycled through our minds. So that explains why we feel heavy or uneasy more than we would like to some days. Think about it. When 80% of negative thoughts are on repeat, then we think negative way more than we think positive thoughts. So here are a couple of thoughts about summer that I hear quite frequently. There's no sense of thinking about trying to lose weight over the summer. I'll just wait until I'm back into a routine. That sounds pretty reasonable if there isn't any health risk. Would you agree? And if that feels good and you like your reason for doing so, then that is what can work for you. This isn't about reaching a certain trophy weight or size unless that's what you really desire personally. Our overall goal is to be healthy, feeling light in mind and body, so we can live our lives with vitality, joy, and ease. Let's look at that thought again. There's no sense of thinking about trying to lose weight over the summer. I'll just wait until I'm back into a routine. The nuance I want to offer is it's giving the lifestyle of losing weight the connotation that it has to be hard, restrictive, or somehow not doable for summer. I get it. I've thought that for many years about summer, vacation, stressful periods at work, traveling, and many other life circumstances. It's one of the reasons that I'm excited to share tonight on Zoom with all of you about how it doesn't have to be all or nothing and how having the goal to maintain, not gain, can also be beneficial in developing a few new healthier habits. 
the bonus will be having more energy to enjoy the summer even more. Another very common thought is, but I know I'll have ice cream on a hot day, and then I simply spiral. Again, many of us have experienced that, but it's also a story you are telling yourself. We all tell ourselves stories about what we believe we can or cannot do. It's usually based on our past accomplishments or deemed failures. When you last had ice cream, maybe you reverted to that old diet mentality of, well, I guess I've blown it, so I might as well have a burger and some fries. Maybe add a beer in while I'm at it. That was modeled to me over and over again while growing up. Except for my parents, it was pop. Or I know many of you may say soda. Did you know that there's a difference between self-confidence and confidence? That can be a future episode, but for now, know that confidence comes from looking to your past on what you've accomplished. However, you may say you've accomplished something, but if it's still not evident in your life now, then there's a part of you that can see it didn't last, but there's also a part of you clinging to what gave you the results for a while because it's what's familiar to you. Your primitive part of your brain associates familiarity with safety, even if it's not beneficial. So if you don't still have the results, don't get mad at yourself or let it discourage you. Get curious. Ask what step you may have skipped or deemed as not important. Ask if how you did it was doable and sustainable for your life circumstances. Did it prepare you for things like barbecues, camping, weddings, and vacations so that you can still enjoy them fully? Be honest on how much you want weight loss or increase energy and longevity. Ask yourself if you see the value in it for your health long term, not just for an event like fitting into the perfect size dress of your dreams. In wrapping this up, here are some abbreviated takeaways for you. Thought spiraling is unproductive and self-sabotaging. Redirect your thoughts as many times as needed. Turn down the volume on the thoughts that aren't supportive for your mind or body. If you detour, Get curious, reflect, and ask what you can learn about this tendency to go off track. See if you can find the thought that created that urge or desire to detour. Know that in a private or group coaching session with me, I help you find that thought and feeling in a loving and non-judgmental way. You'll get to feel like my clients feel, an immediate sense of relief and acknowledgement. You can get out of your spinning or swirling thoughts and feel empowered feel lighter, and have a renewed hope and motivation. It's just one of my superpowers. Then you don't have to wait until you're in a spin to do something about it. You'll learn how to get out ahead of the onslaught of negative thoughts, which you may notice coincide with a particular trigger or your hormone cycle. When you're in a positive or at least a neutral place, take a few minutes and write out some positive thoughts that do feel true for you, So you can use it as a redirect when you feel yourself reverting back to that familiar spin or swirl. I'll be sharing some examples in this evening's webinar. Another takeaway, know that a belief is a thought you keep on thinking of as a truth until you tell yourself otherwise or acknowledge that, yes, it may be true, but something else can be equally true. As you know, when we feel better, we make better choices. If you want to feel better, like now, register while you can for this evening's Eat the Ice Cream, or anything else, guilt-free without spiraling, or choose not to, but feel empowered either way. It is possible. 
If you can't make it live, you'll still receive the replay along with one of my favorite tools I use personally and with my clients to create success with ease. Set yourself up for the best summer ever. I'll add the link to the description so you don't miss out. And if you liked today's episode and found value in it, then make sure you listen to last week's similar topic, episode number 30. I'm looking forward to you joining me later today if it's something you want to prioritize for your goal of maintaining, losing, or at least not gaining the usual summer weight. Don't be a statistic. Be a feel-light, mind-and-body kind of woman that can rock her summer, one thought at a time. Now, do yourself the biggest favor. From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.